Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I'm just coming off the success of my Stop Overeating Challenge. If you caught a piece of this, you know that I broke this down into four really actionable pieces, one for each day of the challenge. The beauty is that we can change our eating habits for good by approaching it in ways that you've probably never considered before. Doing things like evaluating your hunger, understanding restriction. If you missed the challenge and are curious how you can stop overeating or stop emotional eating, then hop on a discovery call with me. The link will be in the show notes. On to today's episode. I want you to think about how you identify your eating style. What type of eater are you? Think about it. Do you think of yourself as an unhealthy eater? Do you say you're uncontrolled with your eating? Do you call yourself a vegetarian? There are so many identities related to this, and that food identity is critical if we want to help ourselves establish healthy eating habits. Let's break this down into a little nugget of an episode today. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Our thoughts are directly related to the results we have with our weight loss or health goals. Think about this. Our thoughts, and let me me just describe that in today's discussion, we're going to use our thoughts sort of interchangeably with our identity. So our thoughts drive our feelings. Our feelings then determine the actions we take and the actions we take determine the results we get. Let me take you through a couple of examples. So if I think that I have no self-control with food, how do you think I will feel? Kind of demoralized, uninterested in making healthy changes to my habits. Someone who feels this is not going to make the healthiest choices. So the actual actions they take, the actual food choices they make are just not going to be that healthy when they head to the pantry. And the results that they get from these actions are not going to be what they want. They're not going to experience the improved health or the weight loss that they're really, really desiring. Now take a person who believes or identifies as a healthy eater who enjoys fruits and vegetables. What feeling do you think they have? They likely have feelings of 
feeling energized and they really feel good in their body. When we feel this way, the choices we're going to make, so the actions that we take are going to be that we're choosing fruits, vegetables for snacks, and we're probably going to include those types of nutrient-dense options with their meals. The results they experience because they've taken these types of actions and actually done these kind of behaviors are going to be improved health and weight loss. Our habits relate to feelings of identity. This comes with a stronger cognitive self-integration, higher self-esteem, and really wanting to strive toward an ideal self. So linking our habits to identity, that can sustain newly formed behaviors and lead to more effective behavior change. But I do want you to note that when you're changing your identity, it has to be something that you can really get behind, that you actually believe. If you make too big of a jump, so if you go from someone who eats fast food every day and you tell yourself that your identity is someone who eats only vegetarian food, your brain might have a problem with that. And that mind chatter, that subconscious chatter is going to be making efforts to sabotage you because it's not really going to believe that that's your identity. So instead, you have to you have to find an identity that you can get behind. So instead of being someone who eats fast food for most of their meals, maybe you're someone who makes a meal plan every week and prepares meals at home. Maybe that's something that you can believe and that's an identity that you can get behind. So making identity changes in smaller increments so that you do believe it and the thinking that you are trying to adapt, you can really get behind. If you're not sure how to take this first step in changing your food identity, hop on one of those discovery calls with me. I really can help you break it down. And I really, really hope that you see that this important step, it seems simple and it seems not that critical, but this step of adopting a new food identity is super critical in establishing those healthy habits that you want. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.